Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people, and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short... I fulfilled my potential. The Nightcap on WGR Sports Radio 550. This should be a pretty fun and unique show. Brendan Keeney joining me, Joe DiBiase, here for the next... Let me be exact here for a second. The next 33 minutes and 20 seconds... We got a bit of an odd clock tonight because we are going to have Tuesday night football for you tonight between the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff just after 8 o'clock, just about an hour away from right now, and our coverage will start at 7.45. And I think this is an interesting game. It's the second Tuesday night football game of the year. Obviously, the second game on a Tuesday we will bring you because the first one was Bills and Titans. So obviously, you would have heard that here on WGR. Tuesday tiers. Every Tuesday, I tier the all teams in the NFL, and I've been trying to go in order of how good I think they are in each tier, not just you know a group of teams. Like it's kind of a power rankings too, and I think that's important today because I don't think just tiering the league is interesting anymore. I think it's kind of straightforward. I think when you throw the rankings wrench into it, it makes it more interesting. Um, and especially like tier, like how many how many teams? And I'm not getting to this yet, but we could start to get into it. Like Brennan, how many teams are you are you sure are great right now? One. Okay. The, the Chiefs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I maybe I have a, a different levels of like what great means. Like I would consider the Chiefs elite, and then I've got I got I'll just give it away right now because I think it's pretty straightforward. I've got four teams after that I think are great, and I think that's it. Okay. By great, I mean, like, I think those teams could win the Super Bowl. I would not pick them to. I think they can do it, though. And I think there might only be five teams in the league where I can make a convincing argument that, like, yeah, that team can win the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't think I'd go with more than five. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm interested to hear what your your right. ranking is. Let's, let's jump right into it right now, then. And the Bills, obviously, are going to be 
Am I spoiling it by saying they're going to be one of these teams? I would be disappointed if they weren't on there. My tier one is by themselves, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think every week I've done this, I think I've done this since week three. I think every week they've been alone at the top. Even with, I was defending the Steelers, by the way, leading into this week. I was defending them, and I still didn't have them on the same level as Kansas City. So, by the way, I'm going to have to eat some crow on that today because you lost to Washington at home. Okay. My second tier, though, and this is to me the mo- the more interesting one. These are four teams I still think can win the Super Bowl. And I think they are... I think I know these teams are very good to great, whatever you want to call it. I know these teams can be in contention to the end of the season. The Bills are... I think the top team maybe in this group for me right now. Maybe it's recency bias, but I think the way Josh Allen played yesterday, there would be one other team that I might put ahead of them. And maybe actually I'll do it. I'll bring the Bills back. Like if I power ranked these right now, I might have the Bills third in the league. I think second for me might be the Green Bay Packers though. Mm. I just think that team is complete. I don't think the defense is dominant, but I think it's good. And I think the running game is good. And Aaron Rodgers is back to being an MVP caliber quarterback. So yeah. I, I don't really know what Green Bay is missing. They have some odd games on their on their schedule this year where they've lost um, that Minnesota game a couple of weeks ago. Like they've got some weird losses, but I don't know. Top to bottom, I think that team is just again. I think they're complete. They honestly remind me a lot of the Bills. Like if you look yeah. at a, a stud receiver, you know, one thing that they have more than the Bills is probably that running game. That Aaron Jones yeah. adds a little bit of value uh, compared to what the Bills' offense can bring. But I, I would say comparable offensive lines. And as you mentioned, defenses, kind of the same. You know, nothing spectacular about either one, but not fatal flaws. Yep. And I think the other NFC, the other team atop the NFC right now is probably the New Orleans Saints. I have them next year. And Green Bay has beaten New Orleans this year already in New Orleans. So I'm going to give Green Bay the benefit of the doubt by putting them over the Saints here. Um, So I think I would have the Packers, then the Bills, then the Saints ranked in this tier. And I do have the Steelers here as well. I would put them fourth of those four teams right now. But And I don't think – I think yesterday proved you don't have to love the Steelers just because of their record. I did love them already, and I like their team, the way it's built. I've liked the way Roethlisberger has played for the most part this season, although he is starting to look more and more immobile as the season goes on. I know he had a knee injury a couple of weeks ago, but it doesn't look like it's getting all that better. So that has me worried if I'm Pittsburgh. But still, the combination of that defense and Roethlisberger still being an enormous upgrade over what they had last year, I'll put the Steelers in Tier 2, but it would be at the back end. Okay. I think that's fair. They're still 11-1. Like, they're still an 11-1 and football team. As many, you know, flaws as people have been quick to point out about them, and I think that's going to happen more when you're an undefeated team. You're going to get more of that spotlight, and people are going to, you know, detract from what your accomplishments. Yep. Right? They're still a very good football team. And the teams that you would argue in the conference are better than them, they beat. Like, they went on the road and won in Tennessee. They smashed the Browns. And I think those might be the first two teams you get to in terms of arguing who's better. Baltimore, maybe even. And they beat Baltimore twice. twice. One was yeah. depleted, but they, they the beat other one. the other time. Yeah, yeah, and that was on the road. So I think they're at least 
the third best team in the, in the conference. I think you could still make an argument for them to be the second best team, but I would go with the Bills right now. Like I'm picking them this coming Sunday night. What uh, what do you think about the Browns though? I know that the Steelers beat the Browns and convincingly yeah. at that it was it was a crazy uh, blowout. But I mean, those two teams are just completely trending in opposite directions. Do you think it's a more level playing field this go around? Yeah, and last week, so I'm actually adding a tier this week. And I'm adding an empty one because I have no idea what to expect from anybody else. Like, those five teams, I'm pretty confident every given week they're at least in it. I don't care who the opponent is. Any of those four teams in Tier 2, they play the Chiefs, I think they're in it to the very end. I think it's a good game. I can't. I don't know what to expect from anybody else. And I'm leaving Tier 3 empty. Last week, I think I had Tier 3 as, like, I, I'm... This team can win multiple playoff games. I would be I would be stunned if they won the Super Bowl, but I also wouldn't rule out these teams winning the Super Bowl. So I'm like, leaving that empty. Really? I yeah. And so then you, you don't you don't think like a team like the Colts or the Titans fit into that category? I have them all grouped together. I think and maybe this is me thinking there is a significant gap between those four teams I mentioned and then this next group of teams, which to me would be the Browns, Titans, Buccaneers, Rams, Seahawks, and Colts. Okay. That would be my next tier. And like Tennessee was the one that dropped off big for me. I thought I I thought I knew what I was getting in Tennessee. And to go lay an egg like that against the Browns, who everyone thought was like the worst eight and three team we've ever seen. Mayfield's averaging like a hundred yards a game over the last month. And then you laid that egg against the Browns. And I I don't know. I don't know if I could tr- I don't think I could trust the Titans anymore. That would have been the team that I would have liked the most before this Sunday. But you can't not knock them for that loss they just had, I think. Even though, again, Cleveland does have a good record. And it ended up being a one-score game, but the game was never... It was never that close. Yeah. It was over a half, really. Yeah. That, I mean, it was... You're right. And I'm, I'm actually glad that I got to watch a lot of that game because I did not expect much from the Browns. I was expecting uh, you know, them to roll into... Tennessee and then get rolled yeah and it was just completely flip-flop what I thought was going to happen I thought the Titans were going to expose the Browns for being this pretender who's kind of benefited from having a rather easy schedule the AFC North has a kind of easy schedule this year but the the complete opposite happened and now the Browns are like a lock for the playoffs like how do they miss yeah I know and Tennessee by the way like they they've had trouble with easy games this year they lost to the Bengals. Yeah. They only beat the Broncos by two at the beginning of the season. They only beat the Jaguars by three. They only beat the Bears by seven. I consider the Bears to be one of the worst teams going right now. So they have not really – They've the only team they've really dominated beginning then was the Bills, funny enough. Like, that's it. Football's weird, man. Yeah, it's it's so strange. So I don't know what to make of the, the Titans. And then those three NFC teams, like the Buccaneers are laying eggs all over the place. They'll also go blow you out. So – Week yeah, in, week they blew out. out the Packers. Right. Week in, week out. I don't know what to expect from Tampa Bay. The Rams are just kind of eh to me. Like, they're good, but I don't think they're – I don't think they can make the Super Bowl, for instance, like that other group of teams. The Seahawks, it's like their defense is the worst we've ever seen. Then their defense has been better the last month. I think they're eighth in points allowed per game in the last month. But now Russell Wilson's turning the football over. So their defense got better, but Russell Wilson regressed. So I don't know what to expect from them. And then the Colts, it's Phillip Rivers. They might not even make the playoffs. They're sitting at 8-4. and four. So that would be my Tier 4. 
And I guess I would label those as teams that I could see them winning a playoff game, but they're not going to the Super Bowl. Like, none of those teams are going to the Super Bowl. Tier 5 would be teams I think can make the playoffs. I don't see them winning a playoff game, though, almost at all. And I might have a hot take for one of these teams. But the other teams are Cardinals, Vikings, Dolphins, Raiders, Patriots. Those are all teams I think can make the playoffs. Don't think they can win a playoff game. And I'm throwing the Ravens in that group. I feel like most would have them one step above, even though they've had recent struggles. But I have been down on them all year. They can't throw the football. And now they're one receiver we thought we knew was good in Marquise Brown. He's not getting looks. He seems frustrated. And I don't know. I i don't even know if they're supposed to. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. They lose. They better look not lose schedule. tonight. Even if they lose tonight, look at their schedule. Their schedule is so ridiculously easy, it's almost... I know, but Brendan, they'll be two games out with four to play. I mean, you could win out and you might not have a good shot. I wonder what their playoff odds would be if they lose one more of these games. That would bring them to 10-6 and six with the Colts sitting at 8-4 and four right now as the 7th seed. Yeah, that is... It, two games out is, is interesting. I, re- I didn't realize they would be two games behind Indianapolis for that. I was thinking seven and five Raiders, but the Raiders are one game out. You know what their path might might be, and actually, big blow to the Ravens maybe by the Browns beating the Titans, right? Because they play Cleveland on Monday Night Football next week. They win tonight. The Ravens are seven and five. You win next week, and you bring the Browns back, and you're within one game. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's their path. You got to beat the Browns and then hope. That Cleveland drops one, uh, one other game, because their again their window is narrow and they can't really have a misstep. That's why I think if they lose tonight, I'm almost I don't want to say I'm writing them off to make the playoffs, but it gets incredibly difficult for them. I agree, it gets difficult, but I just uh, the Dolphins still I don't I'm not convinced they're a playoff team. You don't think the Dolphins are a playoff team? Uh, I mean, th- they only have a 40 percent chance to make the playoffs according to 538, and I'm. I don't like putting all my stock into, you know, sports sites like five. Not it's not a sports site, but you know, projections like five thirty eight, yeah, and other you know uh, playoff chances kind of websites. But it's I usually mean, going on historical data, and not. It's not really predicting outcomes as much as it's hey, this has happened. This scenario has happened two thousand times in the league, and it's they made the playoffs 40% of those times. Right, like that's so what it is. I'm going to do something real quick. Uh, I'm going to give the Dolphins a loss to Kansas City. Their chances to make the playoffs go all the way down to 30%. If they lose to Kansas City, which seems likely, 30%. obviously seems likely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not convinced that they're they're a playoff team. They've got a tough schedule. They're, they're through that easy part of the schedule that we talked about for a long time leading up to this topic, you know, about... Yep. Who's going to win the division? The Bills, Dolphins are lingering. But I just I don't know. I just don't see it and they're not they're not playing well. They're not even playing bad teams well. We've talked I think we've talked about off air actually. That week 17 matchup Bills and Dolphins. I've got a bet with Shop and the Bulldog that the Dolphins need to get to 10 wins. And I've said that like I would like the Bills to have the division wrapped up in the next week or two so that they play their backups because I need Miami to get to 10 wins. Baltimore is, I mean, really, they should be rooting against the Bills to make that Week 17 game meaningful. Because if you're the Ravens and you get down to the, the last week of the season and you need the Dolphins to lose, and here comes Matt Barkley and TJ Yeldon to save the day, like, how many of these no conversations? No disrespect to those guys, but 
how many of these conversations have we had for oh 15 years isn't it great uh, oh to be well if the ravens play their starters <laughs> week 17 there's a chance they beat the colts and the bills backdoor sneak into the playoffs it's so nice to be on this side it really is and could you here's another thing i know that you're we're still talking about tiers and teams yep. but just real quick what would the mood be like today if the Bills had laid an egg yesterday, or maybe not even laid an egg, played a competitive game against the 49ers that San Francisco came out on top of. You're talking about a team that's tied for the division lead, having to go and play an 11-1 team. Who knows what happens with the Dolphins? You're literally yeah. thinking to yourselves right now, or so, I, at least I am. This was my concern. I was less concerned about the actual 49ers going into yesterday yep. as I was about what the narrative will be for the rest of the week. There's a legitimate shot that at the end of Sunday, the Bills would be in second place in the division, and now the conversation starts to shift to, is this team even going to make the playoffs? Yeah. What but a huge win yesterday. Bills would play the Dolphins, by the way, right now, if the season ended today. I'm all for it. Yeah, you're right. Miami's not secure. They're definitely not secure. I don't mean to make it feel like they should be considered more than likely to make it. You just referenced a 40% projection. They play New England, by the way. New England's two games back of them. If they lose to the Patriots, suddenly that's only a one-game difference, and New England's got the Jets still, so... I'm telling you, these last four games that they have to play are just not easy, especially considering the way they've played. So Especially we, considering the way they've played. And yeah. Let's not forget that even while they were on their winning streak earlier this year, they had that unsustainable winning model pulled it out against the Cardinals, pulled it out against the Chargers. You had blocked punts and defensive touchdowns and turnovers galore. That's just not happening anymore. And then all of a sudden, you run into the Broncos, which seems to be a tough out for a lot of teams. Mm -hmm. And then the Bengals you struggled with, the Jets you didn't play particularly well against. Now you have the Chiefs, Patriots, at Raiders, and then at Bills to close. It's tough. I'm sorry. That just that seems like a team that's ready to come back to open a door for a Raiders or a, or, or a Ravens. If the Ravens win tonight, I, I can't see them not getting in. I just don't think they're that bad. Their schedule is so easy. It's so easy. That definitely plays into it. Um, the reason I would stick them in this tier, though, still, is I would not pick them to win a playoff game. Even against, like, the Steelers? Or, no, or even pick, the Bills? I'd pick the Bills or Steelers. I would I pick the still, Bills. Steelers. I still think they're dangerous enough where you can't write them off like that. I wouldn't write them off, but I, I would pick even maybe the AFC South winner over them right now. Colts or uh, Titans. And I just said I can't trust those teams either. The Ravens beat the Colts. Did they? The Ravens, I don't even remember that game. The existing. Ravens actually made them. I mean, it was twenty-four ten. They didn't look great. Right. They got a defensive touchdown a month ago. But yep. I mean, they've beaten the Colts. And l listen to these games. They got the Cowboys now at Browns is going to be extremely interesting. They got mm -hmm. the Cowboys tonight. Browns is going to be great Monday Night Football Entertainment next week. But then they have the Jaguars at home, the Giants at home. Maybe the Giants are somewhat better than we thought. I still don't give them a lot of credit. And then at Bengals to close out the year. I mean, and the Bengals already don't have anything to play for. Their only thing they'd be playing for in that game is division pride. Yeah. And then, by the way, Tier 6, I almost forgot them, uh, the <laughs> NFC East, because one of them will make the playoffs, but come on. And Washington just beat Pittsburgh, you know, Giants just beat Seattle. 
Two great wins. Is, is the NFC East elite now? It, it's definitely not elite. Even the, the I mean, there's really there's reason to be optimistic about almost all of those teams. I don't. Re- the Cowboys would have to win tonight for this, but even the Eagles. The Eagles now that they turn to Jalen Hurts, I think they should have done it half a season ago. Um, like that's an unknown. It's an unknown commodity. If he comes out and starts lighting the world on fire, if he looks anything like he did in that one quarter he played on Sunday, then I think even the Eagles have a chance. Because again, it might only take. Winning two final games here down the stretch, two or three, um, for Philadelphia, and they play their division opponents still coming up too. So, all right, those are my tiers: the Bills, tier two, and I think I would have them second among those teams, behind the Packers, but ahead of the Saints and the Steelers. And one thing that Josh Allen and and Aaron Rodgers have in common, by the way, is they are both right now right in it with Patrick Mahomes for the MVP race. Well mention that a little bit when we come back I want to get more into that tomorrow on the show I've seen some comparisons between Allen and Cam Newton's MVP season that I think are super interesting we'll talk about that more tomorrow and a little bit when we come back early break here because we got to get you to Tuesday night football which will our coverage will start in about 20 minutes and our coverage of kickoff will start in about 35 minutes here on WGR Mahomes, it's Rodgers, but it's not a wrap. Some of the times we get to this point of the year and it's over. We know it's going to be Mahomes. We know it's going to be Lamar, Brady, whoever. It is not over. There's a full month plus left to play. If Mahomes and or Rodgers has one of these games, or okay, they win, but it's 220 yards and a touchdown. I hate to make it all about stats, but it's becoming that. Josh Allen definitely still has a shot at this. I feel like it's a three or four horse race and the final stretch, and they're out in front for sure, Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah. They got the commercials together and everybody loves it. Allen can still win it, but he's got to run his eyeballs out. All right, Kyle Brandt, good morning football on One Bills Live earlier today on Josh Allen and his MVP candidacy. We only have a few, well, we have a good amount of time here, six, seven minutes, uh, before we get you to Tuesday night football, Cowboys and Ravens. Revenge game for Des Bryant. That's right. Although this game in Dallas, this game's in Baltimore, I think. Yeah, game's in Baltimore. Um, right, revenge game yes. for Des Bryant. I can't remember these two teams ever playing. I mean, I can't imagine it would be memorable. They've also not done it very often, obviously, because right. it's AFC versus NFC. Um, but, yeah, I like have no recollection of any Cowboys-Ravens game ever. So, Cowboys still in the playoff race, too. Are they, they're they the worst team in that in that division, though, right? I mean, I guess it's hard to tell, but they I feel like they're the worst team. The worst non-mathematically eliminated team? Yeah. 3-8. and eight. They could be 3-9 and nine today. And still wouldn't be mathematically I eliminated. Know. I just, what am I supposed to? What am I doing with that team? They, they are Andy Dalton, the quarterback. The defense stinks, and the run game has gone away. There, I mean, at least Washington and New York are good at defense, and at least I have the unknown of what Jalen Hurts is in Philadelphia. The Cowboys, to me, just kind of exist. So, I they're to me the worst team of those four. But it's you know, pick any of them. Because at times they've all been terrible. Josh Allen, MVP candidacy, though. That's where we left off there. Um, Brendan, if you're around this week, too, I have one idea I want to do for a show. And it kind of relates to the tiers that we just did, or that I just did, going around the NFL. And it's if the NFL had a college football playoff system, a committee, to decide the top four teams, would the Bills get in it? Not right now. 
You don't think they'd get in it right now? No. I think it's a, I think it's a very clear top four. I actually don't think there's much of a debate as to the top four that would get in right now if there was a college committee type thing. Well, we'll talk more about that. I really like that idea. Um, we'll definitely get into that. And Allen is MVP candidacy, though. Let's definitely talk about that here now because two guys have kind of exited the conversation. Kyler Murray, after having a shoulder injury and a couple of bad games, he is kind of out of the MVP race right now. Uh, Russell Wilson, after about a month of some turnover-happy football, I think Carson Wentz is the only player with more turnovers than Russell Wilson in the league in the last month. Um, He has kind of exited the MVP race a little bit. And it's left with Mahomes, who just is kind of always, I think, going to be in the conversation for as long as he plays football. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, who has had a bounce-back year. It's tough to say bounce-back from 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, and five picks. But he's already surpassed a lot of those numbers this year. And the Packers are right back at the top of the conference. Rodgers is in it. And then... I think you have to take Allen seriously. I don't think it's oh, just without question. I don't like to win it even. I don't think it's just oh look, he's in the conversation. Like he deserves to be like a nominee. You hear that a lot. Like I think there's a real shot and there's a path for Josh Allen to actually win this award this year. Yes, I, I agree completely. I think he's already on the short list. And here's another thing. I think that in sports we often see uh fatigue of the elite players of each league. Right? So LeBron James could probably win the MVP and be deserving of the MVP every single year. But it's like, oh, well, let's give it to someone new. That's kind of what it seems like sometimes. And I think that's Patrick Mahomes, right? Patrick Mahomes is probably the most valuable player in the league and probably will be for the next decade. He's just that good. But you have a guy like Lamar Jackson who has a great season. You have a guy like Josh Allen who comes out of nowhere and has a great season, and they're kind of the hype for that year. I could absolutely see a guy like Allen who, uh, you know, so polarizing coming into the league even still. And I like, did you go on Twitter at all yesterday after the game and just uh, yeah. search Josh Allen? It was, it was just curious I, about no, what was being said. Yes, I did. I did exactly that same th- that same thing. Yeah. I was curious just nationally what was being said. It's not often that uh, Bills fans get to see mm-hmm. you know get to see the national perspective of a of a primetime game like that. And there's a lot of love for Allen. It's much less uh, about the oh it was a fluky start like the first four games of this season. It's a lot of no this this kid's legit. Like, this kid has blown yeah. away my expectations. He's there. And I also, I don't want to make it about this because I hate that this, what I'm about to say, plays into the MVP conversation. It's not just, you know, beginning to end. How good are you? And how valuable are you to your team? But I do think it might matter that the Bills, down the stretch here, are going to be playing almost every single game in front of the whole country. 100%. And, like, again... I don't like that it's this way, but the way media writers are going to work around the country if Allen has an insane end to the season is they're going to he's going to be fresh on the mind. They're going to just watch him 5 out of 6 times to end the season. And that's going to stick in their brains. And I think that absolutely could play into that because you had Monday Night Football last night and Allen was incredible. If he comes out and he beats the Steelers on Sunday night and he plays great against that defense, I mean I, I might want to make him the favorite by next week. He's third right now, plus 1,400, with 
Mahomes and Rodgers. Mahomes is a pretty heavy favorite, by the way, minus 500. And then Rodgers at plus 400. Allen third. Russell Wilson way back at fourth past that. You know what might also be, you know, in the same vein, I know we got we to gotta go here, but real quick. We got a minute. The fact that Mahomes is going to be playing a lot of meaningless football. And the Chiefs Ooh. are going to be playing a lot of meaningless football. And that's no knock on them at all. It's just the, the fact of the matter. They've already clinched you know, their games. Other than seeding purposes kind of mm-hmm. really don't matter at this point. Allen is playing games against the Steelers yeah. in prime time, and I think that's going to help him a lot where Mahomes is going the other way. And the one point you made real quick about the uniqueness or like the new guy on the block – that will always play into it. The fact that it's Allen, Mahomes, and Rodgers. Allen benefits by the drop-off for this conversation, MVP. He benefits by Russell Wilson, who's never had an MVP vote, or Kyler Murray, who's only in his second year. Those guys dropping off definitely, to me, helps right. uh, Allen's candidacy. All right, we'll come back tomorrow. We're gonna. I want to play around with that college football playoff-type scenario uh, for the NFL. So we'll talk about that tomorrow on the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned. Tuesday Night Football, Ravens and Cowboys on the way next on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.